Hey guys, it's Peter Fry and welcome to the Living with Hope podcast, a daily devotional where we dig into God's word and explore what it means to live with hope in Jesus. Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to another week on the podcast as we continue our study here in 2 Corinthians. Today we come to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 7 through 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning in verse 7. Now if the ministry of death, carved in letters on stone, came with such glory that the Israelites could not gaze at Moses' face because of its glory, which was being brought to an end, will not the ministry of the Spirit have even more glory? For if there was glory in the ministry of condemnation, the ministry of righteousness must far exceed it in glory." Indeed, in this case, what had once had glory has come to have no glory at all because of the glory that surpasses it. For if what was being brought to an end came with glory, much more will what is permanent have glory. What I love about these verses here in 2 Corinthians 3 is that Almost every verse in these, uh, what is it, six verses, says the same exact thing. And it is a contrast between the glory of the law and the glory of Jesus. The ministry of the Spirit versus the ministry of death or the law. And so what is Paul referring to when he talks about death and the law? Well, part of what he's referring to is when God delivered to the people of Israel the Mosaic law. We we have record of this in the book of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. It's this um, picture of God giving to his people the revelation of who he is through commandments. And what we read in the New Testament as we start to see the whole big picture of God's redemptive plan is that law had a purpose. And that law was to lead us to the place of the recognition that we need a Savior. And that Savior would be Jesus. And so it says in Galatians chapter 4 that when the fullness of time came, uh, God sent forth a son born of a woman, born under the law, this, this tablets of stone, this law. And he was born under this to redeem those under the law that we might become the children of God. And so what we see is Paul is contrasting here in 2 Corinthians 3, the old law with the new reality that is in Christ, the new reality of the glory of the ministry of the Spirit or the ministry of righteousness, as Paul puts it here in verse 9. And so uh, I want to go back to Exodus chapter 34 because it's going to give us this tangible picture that Paul is using in this passage and he's going to use in the passage that we're going to look at tomorrow to describe the difference between what God was doing under the law and what God is doing now under this new covenant by his spirit in Christ through the finished work of Christ. And so 
uh, we see in Exodus chapter 34, verse 29, it says this, When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, he came down from the mountain. Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because he had been talking with God. Aaron and all the people of Israel saw Moses, and behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the leaders of the congregation returned to him, and Moses talked with them. Afterward, all the people of Israel came near, and he commanded them all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. Whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would remove the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the people of Israel what he was commanded, the people of Israel would see the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face was shining, and Moses would put the veil over his face again until he went in to speak with him. Okay, so this is the uh, real picture of what the glory of God through Moses, as God revealed the law, and Moses was this intercessor between the people and God. And so Moses encountered the glory, the shining splendor of who God is, as God revealed the law on these tablets of stone. And as Moses goes to the people as a representative or intercessor between them and God, he's shining. His face is so glorious that they can't even look at him. And so what Paul is going to do here in 2 Corinthians 3 is contrast. Okay, so the law had a purpose that would come to an end. It was temporary. The law was a law to lead us to this place of condemnation where we recognize our need for a savior, that none of us could live up to the law, but we needed one who could fulfill what we could not fulfill in our obedience to God. And so the law had this temporal purpose. And Paul says, how much more will that which is permanent be glorious. And so what Paul wants us to sit in today, and I I hope you can sit in and reflect in and let it sink in to your heart and mind, is that the glory that shone on Moses' face was something that pales in comparison to the glory that you and I have access to by the Spirit of God through the finished work of Jesus We are participants in the glorious outworking of God's presence here in this world. And so if you've put your faith in Jesus, we don't have an intercessor like Moses between us and God, and and, and we don't have a veil that, that hides the glory, but we are able to come boldly before God. And we are able to be part of the ministry of the Spirit, the ministry of righteousness, the glorious ministry of this new covenant. It says in verse 10, Indeed, in this case, what once had glory, speaking of the revelation of the law of Moses, has has come to have no glory at all because of the glory that surpasses it. And so what 
what we see in the gospel of Jesus is that the glory that shone on the face of Moses, the glory of the revealed law of the Old Testament, pales in comparison to the glory that is encountered in the gospel of the good news of Jesus, where the Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead comes and indwells and seals those who have put their faith in him. And so this is the comparison and this is the calling that we walk in the realization of the glory of the gospel of Jesus. And as we continue in the next few verses and into chapter 4, we're going to unpack what this glory of the gospel is.